I'm Justin Lesko, former pro MMA fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt. There is one thing about the UFC that makes absolutely zero sense at all. Well, there's a few things about the UFC that don't make a lot of sense, but one thing that is crazy to me that no one talks about for some reason is how the UFC fighter rankings make zero sense at all. There have been times where a losing fighter somehow moves up the rankings, and there was that time that Aspen Ladd lost a fight at featherweight, it puts she moved down the rankings at bantamweight. And who can forget that time when Conor McGregor hadn't won a fight in three years, but was still ranked in the top 10 for the men's pound for pound. The rankings just don't make any sense at all. And when you understand how they work or how they're supposed to work, it starts to become clear as to why. The UFC first introduced the fighter rankings in 2013, and at that time, there were about 100 people who voted on the rankings. Over time, that panel shrunk down, and there is more to come about that panel in just a minute because it is fucking crazy. But just hold on, we'll get there. In 2020, there was an article by Bloody Elbow that talked about how the voting panel receives, quote, suggestions from the UFC on how to vote for the rankings and which fighters may or may not warrant more movement up or down in the rankings and this just shows as we've pretty much all always known that the UFC is going to push who they like and that includes in the rankings. So who's getting these suggestions and who actually votes for these fighter rankings? Well I just said the panel who votes on them is ridiculous and here is why. At the very bottom of the rankings page on the UFC website in very small print they actually tell you who makes up the voting panel. If I gave you 1 million guesses, you would never guess most of these people. This list is a who's who of people you've never heard of and who shouldn't be determining fighter rankings. You've got a campus radio station from Canada and a weekly newspaper from Murphy, North Carolina. Vladusport.com, which if you go there, you're told the domain is currently for sale and that's not a real site or publication. There's a random podcast that is not this one, so immediately discredited. We have a YouTube channel that has 15 subscribers and hasn't put out a video in over two years. It's a random collection of websites from random countries with a few random radio stations or TV news outlets mixed in, and there's something called MMA Soldier, that when you Google that, all you get is Facebook groups of soldiers who like MMA. So I don't even know what that is, or who's voting there. The problem is that Dana White has even said, quote, obviously the rankings are very important, end quote. And he's also said, quote, we always try to stay with the rankings, end quote. Yes, there are times where the UFC will make a fight regardless of where the fighters are ranked, like how they are possibly positioning Conor McGregor right now for a title shot when he comes back from his injury. And stay tuned for another episode about that because that is also fucking crazy. But overall, the rankings play into the decision making for both the UFC and for the fighters. Steven Thompson in the past when he was mentioned about a possible opponent for Kamzat Chimiev said, quote, I'm ranked number five to fight a guy who is unranked, end quote. When you make it to the top five, you're within striking distance of a title shot, and that five in front of your name is supposed to carry a lot of weight. But if the rankings are made up by people who are unqualified to make them, or they're just randomly generated by the UFC, then the integrity of the whole system is called into question. Which begs the question, 
Do we even need the fighter rankings? In 2017, Vice President of Regulatory Affairs for the UFC, Mark Ratner, went to Congress and he was arguing against MMA and the UFC being subject to the Ali Act, and he even admitted that, quote, we put on the fights that the fans want to see, end quote, and Ratner referenced Dan Henderson getting a title shot against Michael Bisbing when Henderson had not been ranked in the top 10 for years. Ratner said, quote, when Dan Henderson fought Michael Bisbing, it was a natural rematch from a fight four or five years ago, end quote. If the UFC is going to put on the fights that they think we, as the fans, want to see, then why do the numbers mean anything in front of the fighter's name? What good are the rankings if Conor McGregor is just going to get a title shot whenever the UFC wants to give him one? And I understand that the UFC is trying to rank the fighters to make the sport more legitimate, but if you have those rankings and then you completely ignore them, I would argue that does the exact opposite of legitimize the sport. We would all rightly say the NHL is pretty stupid if they pick the team with the best record to play for the Stanley Cup against the team with the worst record just because they're rivals. And that's essentially what happened in the Michael Bisping vs. Dan Henderson title fight. The UFC either needs to commit to the rankings by having actual qualified journalists handle the voting and don't try to send suggestions to those journalists, or the UFC needs to do away with the rankings entirely and just make fights the fans want to see. Personally, I'd be in favor of actual rankings that actually matter and are actually voted on by actually knowledgeable people, and yes, I am available to cast my vote. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found that interesting and you are all writing a very strongly worded letter to the UFC to tell them they need to fix the rankings. Once you're done with that letter, why not head over to our Patreon and support your favorite podcast, patreon.com slash podcast, and that link is below. When you support the show on Patreon, not only do you listen to every show ad-free, you also listen to episodes early and you get tons of bonus content and you can get all of this for as little as three bucks a month. So more than worth it in my less than humble opinion. Three bucks a month though, check it out. Patreon.com slash That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I have a few more things that I'm releasing shortly and a few interviews that I think you will enjoy. So please stay tuned for those. Thank you again for listening and I will see you next time.